Welcome back to another episode of Square State Sandlot Podcast. Got Kyle Gilmore joining me today, and I am your host, Bill Montoya. We've got a, an exciting thing that we wanted to try, and that is a first round mock draft. And what we'll be doing is we'll be alternating picks. Uh, I'm going to take all the odds. Kyle's going to take all the evens, and we are going to draft as if we are controlling their fates. So, Kyle, you got anything to add to that, or you want to just jump right in? Just should be fun. <laughs> okay. So, first overall, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock, and I will be picking for them. And I already have the contract signed and everything, so I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher from Michigan. And the, the reasoning behind this pick, uh, they already have a very good pass rusher that, that's good at getting to the quarterback. Aiden Hutchinson's not necessarily a pure pass rusher. He's going to be effective against the run. He, he's probably the most complete defensive lineman in this draft, uh, which is why I went with him. They don't need him to get to the quarterback every play. And although I think he will be a successful pass rusher, it's going to be more in the probably eight sack range every year yeah, rather than, you know, sure. the 10 plus that you'd get from a top pass rusher. So what do you think about that pick? I love the pick. Obviously, he's kind of the consensus number one um, with most mock drafts. Uh, he's just a stud. He's an all. I mean, he's a contributor day one, um, probably more so than just about anybody else in the draft, except for maybe um, Hamilton. But um, he day one, he steps in and is going to make a big contribu contribution on the other side of uh, uh, Josh Allen. Yep. I, and yeah, like you said, I think it's pretty much consensus number one. I've seen a couple go a different way, but for the most part, I, I've seen Aiden in the other mock, mock drafts that I've seen. So with the number two pick, who do All you right. have the Detroit Lions going with? Yes, at number two. Um, so this pick, he is probably the next best edge rusher in this draft. Um amazing physical attributes he's just a stud um there's there's some debate on him sitting some plays out and his com competitiveness the only reason i'm slotting him here with uh the lions is because of dan campbell as the head coach he's he inspires players they've had even during a rough season he inspired players so um i'm hoping that with him as a head coach it'll keep Kayvon thibodeau on the uh on the straight and narrow and hopefully you know they can get that um, work ethic, I guess, brought up to par. But yeah. he is going to be an amazing edge rusher if he, you know, puts in the work. So there For we go. Sure. I think he has all the physical attributes that you want to see in an edge rusher. He's just what you would, what you would draw up essentially. So I think with a, a good defensive line coach, he could become a very dominant pass rusher with the skills he already has. And like you said, all the players in Detroit would run through a wall for Dan Campbell. So you, you would hope that would translate. And the, the concerns that you have with Thibodeau are his effort. So if, if Campbell can get the most out of him, I think that's a, a phenomenal pick there. Um, now on the clock, pick three, we've got the Houston Texans. And I'm going to go with a offensive tackle. It's, it's kind of hard to pick just because they need so much and – Honestly, they have offensive tackles, but I think they will be moving on from Laramie Tunsil this offseason. I think they're probably going to be sending him off somewhere for some picks. 
And that is why I'm going with Ikem Ekwanu. I believe he's the most polished offensive tackle in this draft. And I know that's, I don't want to say that as a slight to Evan Neal because he's right behind him. I just have Ekwanu just a little bit higher. So that's why I went with him for the, the third pick overall to Houston. I, I like it. Um, and it's funny you say that because uh, pick four, I have the exact same thing. Kyle Wilson needs um, needs some protection there in New, in New York. So I have the Jets actually taking the other guy in the top two there for tackles, which I actually think Evan Neal is. Um, I have him just a slight edge um, above Ikuan Yu. Um, so I'm going with Evan Neal, pick four for the New York Jets. Love it. Yeah, no, they need some help on that offensive line. They need help all over, but yes, yes, they do. You got to keep your your quarterback, franchise quarterback, upright. So Zach Wilson needs all the help he can get, and and Evan Neal is a good step in in that direction. So moving on, we got the Giants at pick five, and I think what I'm going to do with this one, they they really need offensive line. They need edge. They need, they need playmakers all over that. I'm going to go with the next best pass rusher that, that's on the board right now, and that is Trayvon Walker from Georgia. I like it. And I, <laughs> we, we've talked about this off air. We're not so sure how good these Georgia guys are because there's so many of them. Uh, having all those good players on the line, we'll see what they do when they're on their own. Or, or at least standing alone on their, their teams there. So I, I like Trayvon Walker, and I've seen him go as high as two overall in some of these these mock drafts. So I like the value there for the, the Giants. No, I think that's, that's a very good one. Um, he's one of those guys, like we talked, he's, he's been every mock draft I've seen, he's in a different section of the first round. Um, I've seen him go as late as uh, mid twenties, um, and some of those were some of the earlier mocks. But he's been all over the place. He's just—I think he's going to be very, very good. But I do think that being that Georgia defense, people wonder what they'll do away from each other. And now, the pick I'm most interested to see you do, and that is the Carolina Panthers at six. Okay, so. I'm resisting the urge to just pull the trigger on a quarterback. Um, well, it's kind of funny. I don't know if you saw um, Carolina's coach slip that they've already decided who their quarterback was. And then in the same press conference, um, say how dumb it was for him to say that. Yeah. Um, but working with that, supposedly that if they do think that Sam Darnold is, is the way they're going, um, the next thing they need to do is get um, McCaffrey, um, somebody to somebody to block for that guy. He has a hard enough time staying healthy. Uh, so we're going to go with Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Tackle. Oh, I thought for sure you were going to go with Sauce to replace Stephon Gilmore. To. I wanted to, but um, they're not going to win games until they get that offense rolling. Yeah. Well, and they've got picks later, so mm -hmm. maybe they get their quarterback later on in the draft. Um, no, I like that pick. I mean, I don't think anyone believes in Sam Donald at this point, but I think he can at least, at least when 
McCaffrey was on the field and healthy, they were doing well. So I think yeah. if you can build up that offense a little bit, he can at least keep you keep you in the games, and then hopefully McCaffrey and and others can can lift them above that. So and, and I like I that say, pick. I will say that they're um, they pick second in the second round, and they're going to be taking a quarterback right there. Yeah. In my okay. Opinion. Well, I I guess I kind of. <laughs> let it escape what my pick would be. So I'm going to go with sauce. I don't know. I mean, I think the, I think the giants are, they have decent um, cornerbacks, but with, with him still left on the board and they're in they're, uh in the market of getting out James Bradbury, shipping him out of town. So I think sauce Gardner makes all the sense in the world there for the giants with, with that value. So I'm going to take him at number seven for the New York giants. I like it. And uh, the Sauce Gardner pick there at seven is going to be part of why I go with this pick. Um, just because he's the next best cornerback uh, in the draft. Um, Derek Stingley Jr. Atlanta needs somebody at cornerback. Um, they're in a division, obviously, with Tom Brady. And we need somebody that's going to help shut down that passing game. And even Jameis Winston, um, you know, if he's healthy with the Saints you got to have somebody shutting them wide receivers down. So going with Derek Stingley. Very nice. And this is where it gets interesting for me because there's an obvious need with the Seahawks at quarterback. And I feel like if, if Malik makes it to them at nine, I feel like that's who they're going to go with just because that offensive line is not great. And if you're sticking Drew Locke back there, it's not going to be pretty. And I think they're going to have to for at least the first half of the season. I but say, I think he starts still. I, I'm going to go with Malik Willis on the upside. And I think if that happens, I think Seattle will be pretty, pretty happy with that. So, Well, and his ceiling's so high. If they do hit this pick, I mean, not that I'm comparing – them how they play but you could have your next russell wilson if he hits his ceiling so yep. um he's they I've, I've heard him referenced as the poor man's trey lance so he has upside um he just i mean hopefully it works out because i agree with you drew lock is ain't it yeah we've seen him a few a few <laughs> years in denver and yeah. the amazing thing about that is he seems to have all the intangibles but Teddy Bridgewater was outperforming him on that same exact team. And Teddy Bridgewater is not, I mean, he's basically a journeyman at this point. So that's not a good thing for Drew Locke. So obvious need there for Seattle. And I think they address it with Malik. So pick 10, you got the Jets coming up. You already took a tackle for them. What do you got next? So we're we're protecting Kyle Wilson, which is important. We got Evan Neal at four. Um, Here at 10 for the Jets, I have them. Um, adding a weapon for the feller. Uh, and I'm going to go with who I think probably has the biggest day one impact as a wide receiver. And we're going with Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. Beautiful. Love that pairing. Well, and he's he's had he's had a lot of success inside and outside. He's played all over every position. Yeah. Um, he's going to be open. So it's no, going I- to be good for Kyle Wilson. I love him as as the wide receiver number one in this draft. I think him and Jamison Williams are pretty close, but I think with uh, the injury, there's always that, the only thing that scare. Worries me so is that ACL. 
Yep, yep. Okay, so now we got the Washington Commanders. I still want to call them the football team because that's a much better name, (laughs) but we'll we'll go with Commanders. They're up at pick 11, and they have needs on mostly the offensive side of the football. There is some rumors that they may be losing Terry McLaurin. He's not too happy there. Um, So I think I'm going to go with – see, and they need a safety too, so – I think I'm going to go with Kyle Hamilton. I'm going to go with Kyle Hamilton just because you can let him go. Yeah, no, he's, he's a position of need and he is probably one of the top defensive backs in this entire draft. So, Oh, absolutely. I I honestly think he's one of the top, if not the top player in the draft, it's just being a safety. He doesn't have the, uh, you know, the same top five pick, um, you know, they don't happen that high in, in, in the top five very often. Yeah, and he's he's also a high-character guy, which the commanders need thing. in that locker room. So good fit there. Who do you got going for the Minnesota Vikings at Big All right, so we got, we got uh, Minnesota, and obviously they're in a division with uh, Aaron Rodgers, and the road to the division is obviously through Green Bay. And the way that you beat Aaron Rodgers is you put him on his back. So we are going with another edge rusher here at 12. And we are going with George Karlaftis out of Purdue. He, uh, we had talked earlier that he's he has been compared to Jared Allen. Again, whether those are fair comparisons or stereotypes, whatever. But um, I like him in Minnesota. I think he makes a good impact on the edge there day one. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's definitely one of those, you hate to just say high motor guys for every white guy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that seems I mean. to be the tag. But, but it's true. He's, I mean, he did, high motor. yes. And he did his, he did his workout, which I don't know if this was a good thing or a bad thing, but I think they're trying to show his toughness by holding his workout in February outside. And he ran pretty <laughs> slow, but I mean, that's to be understood understandable when you're at Purdue running outside in February. So I don't know if that hurt his stock or helped his stock, but he is a, a tough player. And yeah, a lot of the comparisons I've, I've heard are Jared Allen, Chris Long type. Yep. Um, <laughs> Chris Long hates having those com- comparisons, but especially since it's like, if it's a white guy, it's either Jared Allen or it's Chris Long because apparently those are the only two. But <laughs> anyway, no, I like the pick. And then we have the Houston Texans coming up at pick 13. There's a lot of talent on the board. And I'm very curious what you do here. Well, I went offense last, and I think they could – I mean, they can use all the help in the world. But I'm going to go with my second cornerback left. Actually, I, he's, I've got him rated second in the entire draft, and that's Trent McDuffie out of Washington. I think I like he's – one of those cornerbacks that you can pretty much count on being a lockdown on, on one side of the field. So well in Washington, I don't know what it is. They're known for their for their D backs. They always put out good defensive backs. Yep. Uh, and they have for a long time. So I love the pick. The the only thing that scares me about him is he's a little undersized for a cornerback. He's only five eleven, but he, he's fast, he's physical. And I think he plays bigger than his size. So I'd love that pick for, for Houston. I don't know if he's going to love it in Houston, but maybe, hey, maybe they need playmakers and he is one. So maybe he can help that defense. And now an inside the division pick 
14, you yes. got the Ravens. And I'm interested to see what you do. <sighs> you know where I'm going with this. We've talked a little bit about him. Um, I hate making this pick, A, because I love the kid, and I hate the Ravens. Um, so uh, as much as I do not want to face him twice this season, I am having the Baltimore Ravens take Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. He yep. absolutely screams Ravens defense. Um, he does. This guy is going to step in, and he will start day one. He will probably end up leading that defense. Yeah. And the sad thing is, like, it's not even a position of need, but that no. guy is there, and he 100% fits the, the Ravens mold, and yeah, he is it. going to wreak havoc <laughs> on that division. So for for your sake, I hope he's not there when, when the Ravens pick, but I think well, that's probably is, think where he'll go. Be, I can't see anybody jumping linebacker. Maybe Washington. Yeah, maybe, but. but. I don't know, maybe maybe Houston, but I just I see him dropping to fourteen. Yeah, well, and some of them I've seen him go as late as like twenty two, and that's where the Raiders were supposed to go. And I was yeah, like, I don't like to have him on, but you know, I don't see him past fifteen because nope. the next pick I would I see uh, Philly jump over him if they get a chance for sure. So yeah, Philly's pick fifteen. They're on the clock as we speak. Um, I don't know where to go here. They every time they draft a wide receiver, it doesn't work out. So I think even though Jamison Williams or Drake London are probably the best players available at this pick, I, I think maybe they're gun shy by that. Yeah. So with what's left, I'm trying to think what they even need. I know they need defense. Ugh. I don't even know. Well, for me. The, the, the one thing that comes into it for me is protecting Jalen Hurts. Um, see, see, and they like, have a good offensive line. They've got um, Kelsey. Uh, he's getting older, but he's still producing well. I, I think they're honestly set on the offensive line, so I don't know that they really need much there. I think their well, offense is pretty pretty decent. Agreed. The only thing I would say is, is if you have, not to direct your pick, but if you have a Tyler Linderbaum – coming in and learning for a year under Kelsey before he retires. I mean, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, but they're also in that position. That division is very winnable. So I feel like That's true. you'd, that is you'd true. almost rather get an impact player that can help you take you over the edge. That's fair. So what I'm going to do, and this may be a little bit of a reach, but I'm going to go with Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia on that interior defense. Um I think that's not necessarily a huge position of need, but they did lose Hassan Ridgeway, so so getting him to replace, getting Wyatt to replace him would, would help that defensive line and generate that pressure in that division. So I think that's that's the pick I'm going to go with for the Eagles. I like it. Next up, got New Orleans. Oh, pick 16. Man. Here we go. Okay, so... Um, a lot of the, a lot of them are um, showing New Orleans is wanting a QB. I'm not totally sold on that yet. Um, I think Jameis Winston comes back healthy, and if he puts together a solid season, New Orleans absolutely has a shot at winning that division. Um, Tampa Bay is not untouchable. Um, so, with that being said, I am going to skip the opportunity to go quarterback, and uh, I'm actually going to drop. 
um, a wide receiver in there for Jameis Winston. Um, I think he needs somebody that is huge. Um, I want him to be able to go up and basically, you know, haul in any of these crazy gunslinger bombs that <laughs> Jameis Winston likes to throw. He does um, fire him up. <laughs> yes, he does. So I am going with Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Um, he's he's an all-around all wide receiver. He can run very good routes, which is going to be important, obviously, for getting open. Um, but he's a threat down the field, which I think when James Winston gets fired, you know, fired up, running on all cylinders, that's going to be what that offense turns into. So Chris Olave. No, I love that pick. I, when you said big, I thought you were going to go with – um, Drake London for sure because he's the biggest close. wide receiver in this draft. But, but I yeah, love that and, pick. Uh, Drake and Jameson, both Jameson Williams, both scare me a little bit injury wise. But yeah, will, and Jameson uh, Williams is he's pretty light. I mean, and that's unfortunately if he's still on the board at at pick seventeen, I think the Chargers pick him. So that's who I'm going to go with at at pick. 17 is Jameson Williams. Uh, obviously, he's coming back from that ACL, but it was it was long enough ago that he's basically, I think he was actually able to do most of the drills at the pro day. Uh, so he's, he's progressing well, and I think he should be a full participant once uh, training camp and all that rolls around. So I don't know if it really scares teams that much at this point, seeing where he is in his pro progression. So I think that Chargers need a wide receiver, and, and they get one here with Jameson Williams. Which is scary. I mean, they are already, oh, yeah. already have a pretty dang good offense, so could be interesting. Um, so that brings us to pick 18. Uh, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, who just picked at 15, which obviously is a good position to be in. Um, I like when you can pick in twice in the middle of the first round is a pretty yep. good spot to be in. Um, a lot less pressure, but obviously two chances to hit. So what I talked about earlier is actually what I'm going to go with here. I actually really like the idea of Tyler Linderbaum at center, um, him coming in and learning under uh, Jason Kelsey, because I do think this will probably be Kelsey's last season. And um, he's going to literally be able to carry the torch, you know, on and without missing a beat, they'll have a uh, stalwart center in the middle of the middle, blah, middle of their line. Like it. Okay, yeah, so that's the 19. Yep, 19. We've got the New Orleans Saints back up. You just took a wide receiver for them, Chris Olave from Ohio State. So with that, I think that shores up their wide receiver position. They should be getting Michael Thomas back, so that'll obviously give them some dynamic threats there on the on the offensive side of the football. Uh, their defense is very strong, so I think at this point the, the needs that they have are probably mostly offensive line. Uh, the best uh, guard that's available in this draft is Zion Johnson, and it's probably between him and Trevor Penning. Uh, they also need a tackle, so I think I'm going to go with Trevor Penning. I like him I as that. the, I like him as the probably the third best. No, probably fourth best tackle in this. Uh, the the other three had already been run on. So um, I like Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. I think he has a lot of upside. I think the reason he drops this far is because of the school he played at, Northern Iowa. So Completely didn't get agree. a ton of exposure. And I think he'll be 
a, a great offensive tackle for that New Orleans offense that, that needs some help on that line. So, Absolutely. And this <laughs> brings us to the pick I've been waiting for. Number 20, we got the Steelers going. All right. We got so, <laughs> your boys available. Quarterback is a thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if, if this draft plays out this way where we only have one quarterback off the board, um, I think there really is two that I'm considering here. But I think if it really played out this way, I think I think the Steelers have to pull the trigger on the Pittsburgh kid. Um and go with Kenny Pickett at 20. I know there's talk about his hand size. I don't buy into it. Um, sure, maybe it affects some things, but at the end of the day, he's played four seasons, lots of experience. Uh, he manages the game, and I don't mean he's a game manager. He manages the game very well. Um, he can make all the throws. I, I think he would do well in Pittsburgh. He would sit probably a year behind Trubisky. Um and then maybe maybe take over the following season. But I'm happy with Kenny Pickett there at 20. Yeah, I like that pick. I mean, and I think if he's there, they'll for sure take him. Well, and, and there's a little bit of uh, <laughs> uh, writing or wrong with this pick. And some people would say that that's why people want this pick. But, um, you know, without history repeating itself, they had a chance of Dan Marino back in the day, and they passed on the Pitt product. I'm not saying that he is Dan Reno. Trust me. Dan Reno is my favorite player ever. There's no way. But um, I think this is kind of a sentimental pick also for the city of Pittsburgh. Yep. Okay. So that brings up a team I'm not so fond of. <laughs> yeah. The New England Patriots picking at 21. Um, I think there's a lot of talent on the board still, especially on the defensive side of the football. And I think that's where they're probably going to go. They're another one of those teams that just, for whatever reason, can't seem to draft a quarterback to save their lives. So I think they avoid Drake London, which may be the best value left on the board right now. Yeah. But I think they go with a defensive player from Georgia, and I'm struggling oh, to pick which boy. one. But I think given these two available, or given that these two are still available, I think they'd probably take Jordan Davis. Um, and that's where I'm going to go with uh, just a giant mauler to put along that defensive line and wreak havoc, help it. free up the rest of the, the defensive line. Seems like a, a true Belichick pick where he gets the most out of these guys that have, I don't know that Jordan Davis had necessarily any issues. His main knock against him is he only plays like half the snaps or something like that. I can't remember yeah, the exact percentage. A, he's not a three down um, lineman. So I, I like to pick just because, well, like, agree with you. I hate to pick because it's the Patriots, but um, I love to pick because they haven't really had a guy there since Will Fork. Yep. Um, and Vince has been – it's been a while. So yep. I think he's somebody that can anchor this defense for a long time. Okay, well, pick 22. I got Green Bay on the clock. What, why right, do they well, pick 22? I'm sorry, what? I said, why do they pick 22? I forgot. Uh, I think a certain team, I don't know. Somebody gave it to him. Um, yeah. On that subject, if uh, the Patriots pass on Drake London, which who knows, but you're right, they seem to struggle with drafting wide receivers. I think Green Bay is all over Drake London here. Um, and because of the reason that they have this pick, um, obviously Devontae Adams going to your boys in Vegas, 
uh, they, they have a glaring hole in, in the wide receiving core. So Drake London comes in, day one starter, immediately improves that offense. So wide For receiver sure. out of USC. Yeah, and there are some concerns about him because of his speed, and, and obviously he's a big player. Uh, but I think he's going to do he's going to do well enough that he can get open and any contested balls he's going to have a great chance at because he is strong, he's physical, and yeah, I think having a, a Hall of Fame quarterback on the other end won't hurt him either. So, no. all right, so pick twenty three, we have the Arizona Cardinals on the on the clock and the the situation between the cardinals and kyler murray seems to have at least worked itself out where he he's basically committed to saying that he will be back this season uh, i don't know what's happened between them but i think they are are going to need to get him some help especially along that offensive line uh, i would have liked to take uh, linderbaum here but obviously you already took him so i think the best uh, lineman Offensive lineman on the board right now left is Zion Johnson from Boston College. He's a guard, and I'm going to take him to help shore up that offensive line for Kyler Murray. I like it. Zion's a stud, man. He's he's going to make whoever gets him very happy. So I can see him being successful there in Arizona. And now the star. Oh, yeah, Dallas at 24. So the Cowboys, they have a few needs. Um Maybe linemen, uh, offensive linemen, but I think they need more help on defense personally. Um, man. Perhaps a tandem to match up with. Well, and that's, that's the easy pick for me. I, and I think that's where I'm going to go just because of his range. He can play next to, um, next to Micah Parsons and – those two in the linebacking core, um, I'm speaking to Nicobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia. Um, his range is unreal, so the coverage that is available out of that uh, linebacking core is pretty wild. They both can rush. They both can can stuff the run. But um, I'm mostly concerned with the uh, the ability to cover out of that of those two being on the same defense. So N'Kobe if they Dean, get Nicobe Dean, I'll be oh, my that. God, that would be a – terrifying defense in that in the second end there or second level okay so now we have <clears throat> the buffalo bills our, our favorite side team on the board or on the clock at pick fit 25 uh, with what's still available they have a couple needs upon the defensive interior and they also have a need at, at wide receiver after they they got rid of cole beasley um trying to decide between the two which which i prefer here but um trying to see what's still available this is tough it's probably the first time i've been semi-stumped but i think I'm what i'm gonna go with stuck between Traylon and Jahan Dotson. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson just because I feel like he fills that role that that Cole Beasley is vacating. Uh, he's a, a short, shorter, shifty wide receiver that can line up inside or outside. Uh, one of the better route runners in this entire draft, and <clears throat> you know he's he doesn't drop drop balls either. Only dropped 
two of the 93 catchable targets last year. So he's a, a stud wide receiver and with the speed and ability to get outside as well. So I like him. I like that matchup or that pairing with uh, Josh Allen there in Buffalo. I, uh, I like the pick. Um, I like that uh, our boy Josh Allen's going to get some extra weapons. Um, Always good to have weapons. That brings us to pick 26. I got Tennessee. Um, man, I'm really watching this pick. I talked to you about it earlier. I'm really watching this pick for a quarterback. Um, I don't think that they're sold on Tannehill. I think they're going to want to bring somebody in at some point. But I am going to resist the urge. And I think maybe they address it in a later round. So with that being said, I am going to go the other route that you – uh, left on the table. I'm going with Traylon Burks, wide receiver. Um, give Tannehill another weapon, and then it's sink or swim. You know, if you if you have an offense with with Derrick Henry and then some wideouts, you ought to be putting up playoff wins. So, Traylon yeah, Burks. I'm assuming they get the AJ Brown deal done. I, I would assume so. Obviously, they already got rid of Julio Jones, so. Uh, yeah, they have an obvious need at wide receiver, and I like that pick. I think Dray- Traylon's probably the better of the two wide receivers, but I think positional fit. I think um, Dotson's better for the Bills, so I like that pick, and I, I like the pick of D- Dotson for the Bills here. Let me get this pulled up. All right, and then we got the Tampa Bay Bucks on the clock at pick 27. Uh, I think most of their needs are along the offensive line. Um, They have a pretty good defense. And finding an offensive lineman that fits right now is is a little tougher. I think most of the the best ones are off the board. But there is one from Texas A&M by the name of Kenyon Green. And I'm going to draft him. That's an obvious position of need at guard for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Got to help. That boy can move. Yeah, and you got to help Tom Brady. I mean, he's a sitting duck in the pocket there. So anything to, to help keep him upright and allow him to use his his brain and and his arm to dissect defenses, that's that's what they need to do. So I like it. It's a good pick, and that it's actually where I was thinking possibly going um, for Green Bay here at twenty eight. So if Tampa Bay were to pull him off the board, then I am going with another lineman for Green Bay. We got to keep Aaron Rodgers upright if they're going to continue to win that division. So I'm going with Bernard Raymond, okay. uh, tackle out of Central Michigan. His, uh, I mean, he he's just very good. Uh, he used to he used to play tight end. Um, as funny as that is, that tends to translate really well to offensive linemen. It makes them very mobile. Uh, you have a lot of a lot of offenses that are pulling nowadays. So. I think Bernard Raymond comes in and maybe maybe he starts a guard. Who knows? But I think ultimately he'll end up being on that line for a long time. Yeah. No, I like that pick. Um, and values obviously there. Um, yeah. Now, that's a pick that I'm not going to be too happy to make. But pick 29, we got Kansas City on the clock, and they actually go back-to-back 29 and 30. So they have a need at wide receiver even though they've already signed a couple in free agency. Uh, I wouldn't say that there's one worth drafting still in the first round. So I'm going to go with a another position of need, and that is cornerback. 
and I'm going to take Andrew Booth Jr. I think if he's still on the board, it's a, a no-brainer for the Chiefs there. So got him at at uh, pick 29. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, uh, so we're looking at Kansas City again at 30. Um, they have the luxury of picking twice in a row. Um, I'm stuck here between two guys. I, I want to address wide receiver, obviously with Tyreek Hill leaving. Um, man, and I think that's actually what I'm going to do. Uh, this player is extremely, extremely well uh, good at getting separation, which Mahomes will find you if you're if you get separation. So I'm going to go with Sky Moore, uh, wide receiver out of Western Michigan. Increase yeah. that wide receiving core a little bit. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a shifty guy, and I think that fits or helps fill the need of Tyreek Hill. Obviously, you're not going to replace Tyreek no. Hill with he, a He a doesn't have pick, the speed of him, obviously. No. Who does? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they go wide receiver there. Now we have the Bengals up at pick 31. Uh, they're a pretty complete team. Obviously, they went to the – Super Bowl. So they're not a ton of needs on that team. Um, and based on what's available, I think I'm going to go with, well, let's see. I think they could use some help on the, at the cornerback position. Um, trying to just see who's still available here. I'd like to see them replace Eli Apple. <laughs> I think but I will also. I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the value's there for him. Oof. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually address the safety position. I know they have one of the better safeties in the league right now, but they don't have anyone on the other side. So um, I'm going to go with Lewis Seen. Lewis Seenai Sign. I don't know how you say that. Georgia boy. Georgia safety. All you need to know is Georgia. Defense. <laughs> Very. I think nice. they'll be all right with him. So, <sighs> and for the last pick in the first round, you've got Alrighty. the Detroit Lions up. Yes, sir. All right. So, like I alluded to earlier, um, Lions had the luxury of picking here at thirty-two. They already brought in Kayvon uh, Thibodeau, setting the edge there for him on the defense. I think they're going to bring in the future quarterback of the team. Um, I don't believe in Jared Goff, and I don't believe that they believe in Jared Goff. So with that being said, I am going to have them bring in the Cincinnati product, uh, Desmond Ritter. Love I think it. he will, same thing, uh, kind of like Kenny Pickett for us. He's going to sit for a year, maybe two, um, and then he's going to step in, and that's going to be his team. Well, and the best part about that is you take him at the end of the first round, you get that fifth-year option ability to, exactly. to have team control for five years. So, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world by taking a quarterback. If, even if you think you could get him early next round, it makes sense to take him in at the end of the, the first round so you get that extra fifth-year option. So, no, I love that pick, and, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Jared Goff believes in Jared Goff. So, that's... Okay, so that wraps up our, our first round. Um, 
our first round mock draft. We'll post this. Uh, we're recording it late Sunday night. We'll probably post it right before the draft on Wednesday. And we'll post the uh, the image so you guys can see the the breakdown of where we went with each pick. And then obviously we'd, we'd love it if you guys actually listen to it and, and or watch it, whatever. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything else before we, we end this? I just love to see some comments, even if it's just on the post um, with uh, with the draft picks. Let us know what you think. Let us know where we did good, where we messed up. Uh, we would just like uh, some interaction. So, for happy sure, to, happy to hear from someone. Yeah, and then once once the draft actually happens, we will probably do a a, a bit of a breakdown on how we did in the first round, and then just kind of our well, feelings on how our terrible. teams did and everyone else. But probably yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. But, yeah, it's always interesting to do these and put these out there so you can see how you do and, and just compare it. So, as Kyle said, we'd love to have some some comments, feedback on any of our picks, any of the picks you want for your team, anything like that. So so get those in and, and post them on there, and, and we look forward to, to putting another one of these out. So thank you guys for tuning in, as always, and hope you have a great evening.